Sun is a little crazy. What's going on, you guys? <clears throat> Happy afternoon. Howdy doody, welcome. What's going on? How y'all yad? Listening to some Sinatra. Yeah, I watched a, uh, I didn't watch all of it. It was a documentary about old blue eyes. What's going on? Hey, Andrea. What's cracking? What's cracking? You're living the dream. LOL. I don't know. That sounded like sarcasm. Couldn't believe how good your Dawkins impression is after you posted the clip. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty easy to embody such a man. He's just... You just remove all of your confidence and reduce yourself to the most basic properties of nature and then whatever kind of voice comes out of you then is is pretty much dildo dawkins well of course not <clears throat> one day i'll run into him and he will fall down your growth and comfort shirt is so dope got one oh yeah this is one of my oldest uh, drawings, actually. That's when I used to draw with um, uh, pencils of color. And, uh, you know, on a little pad. I had to sketch out everything. The lines, you know. The good old days. But uh, I no longer use pencils of color. And, uh, you know. But now I'm on to paint. I went full circle. Went from, from OG, drawing like a, a child with crayons, to get an iPad, to now uh, painting. He'll probably squirt, yeah. I never heard him speak before. Yeah, yeah. He's really, he's really on to something. Oh, just, oh, oh. Well, it's not, 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 it's not. Hey, you believe in some sp spaghetti monster in the sky? I mean, you believe in some, some sort of immaterial absolute virtues? There's, 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 no, no, there's, no, there's nothing like, like that there, yeah? We are strictly chemicals, yums. There's nothing actually wrong about eating a little baby arm. Yeah, dip it in the sauce. Yes, oh, sweet Polynesian spicy sauce from Chick-fil-A. Yeah. There's Chick-fil-A standing for, for such hatred and bigotry. Yeah. I'm still going to have their, their little dippy sauces. Yes, yeah. Mm -hmm. Redeeming. Redeeming quality they have there. Yeah. Dip the little arms in there. Yum, 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 yum. Yum, yum. Daddy. Oh, just like Krabby's. Just like Krabby's when I was a little boy. Mm, yes. Mm. Yes. No. Yes. Oh. No. Oh. Thoughts on Babylonian square papers, Jordan? Well, well, the thing is, it's 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 not the money money itself. The bills, the notes, are not the value. You know, it's it's that which you attribute that that paper to. You know, when I when I hand when you hand me paper, and I give you a personality test, you're saying your test is equal to this paper. It's merely an agreement, you know? It's like, fuck it. Little Krabby's stuck in my head. I get little Krabby's stuck in my head like an annoying song. Oh, yeah. Little, 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 little Krabby's. Mm, yes. Oh, squeeze the meat out. Mm. <clears throat> 
I have nothing to talk about, obviously, today. So, um, what do I think about Frank Sinatra? Uh, work, hard work ethic, uh, gang, ties to gangs, mob stuff. I mean, he was a good singer. He's not one of those people where it's like, clearly he's talentless and he had some strings pulled. I think he's talented and he had some strings pulled. Um, you know, had a little tough life going, going up. Um, but other than that, I don't really care about him. I hope he's doing well. I reposted some of your memes and now my family hates me. They don't hate you. They hate what they have to actually think about when they look at the meme. They hate it. They hate themselves in a way. It's okay. I love them. I love your family. I don't know why. I mean, what's the, it's just, a, it's literally just a two-dimensional doodle with words, you know? It's almost like if it if it produces such a response, you clearly there's something to talk about or about you know around Thanksgiving. That's if your family didn't uh, make a rule that you could only have three people, some ridiculous shit like that. <clears throat> we are building an addition to our house, and our expanding family got the floor almost done. That's awesome, framed bear. Keep building. Build, build, build. I'm looking for a generator. I did a post and I got some feedback, but if you guys, um, what I'd like is a generator that can power a refrigerator, whether it's a small one, uh, obviously electricity and maybe some other things. And I need to know what the best one is before I go into Home Depot and uh, pick one out. So if you guys... Any of you real rugged dudes, um, if you can't grow a beard, I don't, I really, I, I don't, maybe I don't want your advice on a generator, but I'll, t I'll look at it though. Generac, is that, is that a joke? Is there really a company called Generac? I mean, I don't know if they thought that through. I'll look at it though. I'll look at it. Hey, Charlie Kirk, what's your thoughts on Candace Owens at Daily Wire? Well, she is doing exactly what the market is calling for. She is in demand. Candace Owens is a product. She's our little chocolatey pudding popsicle for the right. She is up for grabs. You can rent her. You can switch teams. You can pay her more. That is how the free market works. <sighs> Maybe I spelled it wrong, but it's generic. It's like generic. No, it's gene rack. Hey, hey, Johnny Pants. It's nice to see one of my family members actually supporting what I do. Uh, the person who just commented about posting mean, don't worry. I think uh, most of my family thinks I'm absolutely insane and bigoted. And I'm like, you guys are fags. And they're like, see? I'm like, what? They're like, see? I'm like, no. What? What? Candace Owens is exactly what we need. We need trans conservatives. We need black conservatives. We need gay conservatives. We need swingers parties at Dennis Prager's basement conservatives. That is what we need. Forced vaccine coming? No, you don't need a forced vaccine if like half the people are lining up to get it what they'll do is they'll create a scenario where you can't get on a plane, you can't get a bank account, you can't get this and this and this. And then they'll be like, you need your vaccine. Oh, you got married. Congratulations. You want to go to Hawaii? Oh, it would be a shame if you missed your honeymoon. Take these vaccines. 
And then Bill Gates is just like, Yeah, finally! I get to prick everyone because I didn't prick anyone in high school. And Brad and Brett, they took all of Adonis from me. I'll get inside all of you. Poor guy. It's not his fault. It's Hollywood's fault. It's a Wired Magazine's fault for selling us a version of a, of a man that's literally the guy who gets a wedgie and presenting them, Rick Moranis, like they're some sort of alpha male. Presenting them as the new cool, the, new, the nerd is the new man. It was all just a fake out and people bought it and now we're in the consequences of it. Because now all the little gamma males, uh, Bill Gates, needle dicks, have some all this power because you like Rick Moranis and you like nerds and you read Wired magazine and you're like, cool, the smart one's actually the alpha male. And it's like, no, you've been sold also movies that alpha males aren't smart. You know, every single movie, the white lead is like, oh, honey, how do I change the diaper? Oh, honey, I, 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 how do you put the car in reverse, honey? And then you're like, yeah, that, they're dumb, yeah. <clears throat> and that's why Rick Moranis needed to be punched, you know? It's not, uh, yeah, it was probably a random act, but it's still, it still has synchronicity, you know? Rick Moranis, the symbol of what we're up against, uh, needed to be, I mean, I would have rather he gave him a wedgie. That would be more appropriate. You don't want to harm, but you want to humiliate, okay? And uh, all these guys are getting away. You know, they're getting rid of, of bullying. Bullying is a really important part of establishing the pecking order uh, for both men and women. And the bullying is a little different. You know, women use poisonous words and men use physical force, uh, insult. And uh, when you protect people like little Willie Gates from that... They go on and think that they they have an obligation to the world to to onset their worldview on everyone else, <laughs> and they're just. It's because they got out of being bullied and 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 uh, pushed around. They never established where they are in the social, uh, the sexual hierarchy. You know, they they didn't get. We failed them. It, it, every failure is like a, a, a failure of the masculine. You know, when you see a lot of feminism, failure of the masculine. When you see a lot of feminized men, failure of the masculine. When you see a, when you see Billy, Willie, Needle Dick Gates and all of these uh, Jack Dorseys in power, in positions where they're assuming they, they mat, like they're the, they're the alpha, they're leading the charge. It's a failure of the masculine. They didn't get put in their place properly. It's just, you got, there's a lot of wedgies. You can't fight them the way you, you, you want to, you know, because it's all wedgies. It's all like grade school stuff, which is why, which is why it's, it's, it's a benefit that I get to draw things and make cartoons because I really am just appealing to the seventh grade version of myself that is like, oh, okay. You got to reduce these people to little, little puppet kids, you know, these little kids who need to be, uh, ridiculed and mocked. Jack Dorsey definitely wears a dress. Shapiro needs to be shoved in his gym locker. I'm not sure Shapiro got out of it. I think he experienced that and then he got out of it and he was like, well, if I make a lot of money, if I, if I make a lot of money then I will, I will be able to sell an idea of myself that is above, above the, 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 the lowest form of the sexual social hierarchy. Uh, the, the, the money, the money will do the job, you know. So, so, again, again, if you're in college and your professor is saying something that is untrue and you know it's untrue and you feel it deep in your bones and your moral being that you ought to say something, do not say anything. Put your head down, get good grades, make a lot of money. Because money is more important than truth. 
And then when you make a lot of money, when you make a lot of money, then you can starve that, that particular institution of money. Huh? See? Look, I am your father. Huh? Oklahoma, where the wind comes running down the rain. <clears throat> make a lot of money. And then, and then make a lot of money. And then, and then, and then capitalism. That is, that is, that is what America, that is what makes America so beautiful. Uh, capitalism. Are there Thanksgiving orders? No, I don't think so, but who, I wouldn't put it past Polis. Um, no, there's no order. Like, all of it is just shows how little order there actually is, you know, that they're just, you know, they just rely on people believing them that governors could make laws. They can't. They can't make orders. Everything's a suggestion. And once people realize that, actually, the pandemic is a suggestion. It's funny. People always say, I know the government, all these orders, all, all these uh, mandates, they're just suggestions, which is true. But the, the entire narrative is a uh, suggestion. They just like sold you a, a page, a chapter in a book. And they're like, I wonder if they'll read. I wonder if the entire world will read the same chapter in this book. Um, that would be great. And when you get 193 countries who are all signed on to the same agenda, you know, people are like, Jim Bob, you really think that many people can coordinate such a deception? Like 193 governments all behind the same exact agenda, signed on, ready to go. Yeah, but, yeah, but what, what do you think people, what do you think governments do with agendas? Do you think they don't push agendas? So now just put buddy up a government with another government. Can they make an agenda? Has that happened? Yes. Now multiply that by 193. And then they have a cohesive agenda. They have cohesive language. They have cohesive measures. They have uh, an, a written down document of what their goals and measures are. And, and everyone's a, you're a conspiracy theory. Now, well, no, now that just, it took, this is what's so sad about it all. It takes Justin Trudeau slipping up and saying, build back better. Uh, we've got to, we've got to use this. We've got to use, use this pandemic as an opportunity to push the things that we were pushing before. And I, when, when I say push, I don't mean putting gerbils in my ass. I mean, Sustainable development, equality, and climate change. Okay. He slipped up, and now that's in the news. And now that the authorized media uh, is actually writing the words, um, I don't know, um, build back better and connecting it to the UN agenda, uh, actually looking at the Great Reset, which is really should be should have been if we had journalism, that would be front and center. Be like, oh, wow, that's interesting. Uh, a massive amount of countries are all on board with something called a great reset. Uh, and they're on board with an unelected uh, technocratic symposium of, of asshole elitists called the World Economic Forum. Like, uh, you know, wake up. I think that's why people accept things on face value because the, the same authority that tells you there's a pandemic or you should be worried or you put something on your face, the the irony or the, the catch is that they need the same authority to tell them that it's all bullshit. I mean, that's like, that's the sick part here. That's what's actually frustrating. It's like, you know, it's like all of this stuff is going on. Well, I didn't see it in the news. Oh, the news is in on it. They're they're fully owned by the pharmaceutical industry, and and the pharmaceutical industry has a huge investment in a new paradigm called "you might be sick always." Oh, I don't know. Oh, oh, you might be sick always. The pandemic uh, uh, narrative paradigm. Oh, what else does that uh, justify? Oh, well, these things cause uh, mental problems. A lot of this uh, pandemic has really taken a toll. 
Oh, you know what solves... Oh, oh, look. Look who has the answer to mental problems. Oh, look at all these... Uh, look at all these prescriptions. Oh, it's a, it's a shame what happened with this pandemic. We got to get people's mentality back in order. You know, we're going to swoop swoop in with a lot of drugs to hand, to manage people who are home, who are literally isolating themselves because of a fear of something they've never seen. They've never seen it. Yeah, but the news told me 250 people are dead now. Okay. 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 What are your thoughts on the law of attraction? I don't look at that like um, some mystical, um, supernatural kind of uh, Deepak Chopra kind of thing. I look at that like... Um, you are going to be attracted to the things you're you're committed to, even if it means destruction, and that uh, people will pick up on that. But it's not like some some supernatural metaphysical thing that's going on. It's it's merely input output and connecting, essentially, what are like hashtags in reality. Things get linked together. If I'm concerned about a and something externally reminds me or is associated with A, I'm going to attract things that are related to A around me. And I'm going to seek them out. I'm going to be more aware of them than other people because other people are maybe concerned with B. And they're like, oh, it's the law of attraction because I'm uh, concerned with A and I saw A. It's like, I mean, I don't fully buy it, but I understand it logistically mathematically why you would derive something called the law of attraction but also a law means you can it's demonstrable and i don't think it i don't think that is i think they just ran with that word the, the phrase i think law of attraction it's a universal law created by god yeah i don't I don't think there's anything in the Bible about law of attraction. There's probably some thing that the law of attraction of uh, attraction is like a s- synonymous or an inversion of. Um, but the law of attraction is a, a little bit, um, a little bit uh, new agey stuff. You know, it's like redefining language, like re re rebranding existing things. Have you heard of the Lucifer rays in the vaccine? Yeah, there's something called luciferine, and uh, it's what it does is it's like um, it's basically like fiber optic light technology that can uh, communicate or transfer information between biology and elect- electronics. Uh, so it's like a little sheet of paper, and it's basically in Bill Gates's uh, patent for his, his, um, he has a patent to turn humans into crypto rigs so that our biology, instead of the rig, uh, that's in your closet with the fan on it, solving all the problems, it's your body that's solving problems. And his little technology can, uh, collect the data to, to, uh, basically, um, represent the, the, little problems, the millions of problems your body's solving every single second or whatever. Uh, but that technology uh, includes luciferine. E, Lucifer, E-N-E. And I don't know if that's just a troll because the patent itself is patent number 060606. I think it's mostly trolling. I think I think Bill Gates is like, oh, uh, let's let's also patent it. Can we get the number six 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 in there somehow? <laughs> Bill Gates can't even have an evil laugh. Isn't that funny? Like an evil laugh, like a maniacal laugh, like some psychopath is like, <laughs> yeah. And then Bill Gates is like, I'm gonna inject everyone with a vaccine, and it's like. <laughs> Oh. 
basically like a high-pitched Seth Rogen. And he doesn't, and everyone's like, ah, like all of his like marketing is like, dude, we picked you because you are the archetype, evil, smart, you know, psychopath villain. You have to play the part. He's like, well, I'm trying to. And they're like, just get the lat, like the nerdiness and the hands. It's fine. Just work on the laugh. Do Can you just practice a couple? Okay. And then Melinda's like, Bill, step aside, bitch. <laughs> yeah, that that's good, Melindy. That's really good. Melinda. Is that better? Well, well without a vaccine to, to most of the world... I don't think we'll ever get back to normal. Let's take some questions. Do you think the Trump revolution had anything to do with COVID? No, COVID was planned a long time ago. The, every H1, every two-year cycle of, of pandemics, you know, epidemiology, uh, warfare, has been leading up to a global level. So if you go back to N1H1, all of the hysteria and all of the media was still behind all of that too. If you, if you look at some of those clips... It's the same pattern. It's the same methodology, same media coverage, masks, uh, testing sites, tents, and these things. What what changed is that the speed of information and the and the amount of nodes, aka our cell phones, uh, that can relay, transmit, and accept that information. Uh, exponentially increased so you got a at a global level the same psychopaths were like oh we can we do this at a global level now and they're like yeah we can actually you know let's look at, back at a document called rockefeller lockstep 2010 it's uh a well-documented scenario where they uh they role play a, a major pandemic with a coronavirus that spreads everywhere and they could utilize the pandemic to expand their technologies and authoritarian, basically their te- the, te- the technate, to expand the foundation for the technate. So what do you need for a technate? You need to shut down all private businesses. You need to crush them. You need to crush them and then prop up all of the massive ones that could actually provide uh, an adequate supply chain uh, Whole Foods, Amazon, Amazon, everything under Amazon is Amazon. And then uh, you prop them up, you continue to slaughter the private, and then you make it impossible for them, uh, if if they accept it, make it impossible for them to compete. Um, and, then, um, and then you prop them up. And then once you do that, you get a bunch of people begging for the things that they need. They need food. They need Trump dollars. They need this. They need that. Then the technate secures uh, their deal, the, the government and the, uh, the large corporation, Amazon, most likely Amazon, uh, makes a deal that they are now going to be the exclusive provider of, I don't know, Amazon basics. How about just add needs, Amazon basic needs? How about healthcare? Is Amazon getting involved with healthcare? Yes, they are. And that's their plan all along. It's it's well documented. So, um, no, Trump is in the way. There's a certain element of, of Trump's existence that um, basically supports nationalism. Um, but the irony of their stupid pandemic bullshit is that there is a negative consequence. An un, unintended result of their little scheme is that it resulted in... Um, in a power up of nationalism 
of isolationism of uh, countries, you know, deciding, going like, we're not about this. Um, and so every time they make a move, there's always a three steps back because they ne- they didn't plan on uh, unintended consequences. And that's the same for anyone, whether their intentions are truly good or not. Uh, there's always unintended consequences. And in this case, the unintended consequences, regardless of, our, the, of the horror that you're seeing and, and the, the massive amount of compliance that should horrify you, um, aside from that, there's a lot of uh, awesomeness. It's that it's pushing people back to a, a generational local style living uh, where they're reuniting with what it's like to live at the local level, uh, what it takes to live at the local level. Um, they're seeing how dependent they are on, on these large uh, corporations who give you everything they need. You, you need. And uh, some people, and it splits people. It splits people between... Uh, People who don't want that because they see if that supply chain breaks, massive starvation. So they don't want to depend on that, right? So these things are, are good that they're they're being revealed. And I think, I'm not sure there's anything else that could have revealed it other than a massive fake pandemic. The compliance is horrific to watch. Yeah, and it's a part of economics. It's, you know, as I say continually... Uh, compliance is the new currency. And when that's the new currency, if you're living in that, in that state of affairs, if you dissent, if you don't comply, if compliance is currency, you're stealing. That's theft. Logically, folks, if compliance is currency, that means you're no longer exchanging dollar bills. You're on a digital system where your behavior is the most trackable thing. Your behavior is the verifiable thing. And your behavior is the prerequisite for interactions at an economic level. If you look look at all these, you look at all these platforms. They have community guidelines. It is in their right. They are a private company to have community guidelines. You can either use the use that platform or not. If you don't like the guidelines, then you use the platform for free market. But when the when the company takes over and there's no more dollar, you can't hold a dollar in your hand, and and have full agency if you want to trade that dollar for a piece of bread. You're on someone else's platform. So so the community guidelines for whatever whoever owns the platform in which all economic transactions occur on, because they because the, the physical transactions are outlawed, then whoever owns that, their ideology, they could very well put in place uh, community guidelines and standards that 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 that, 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 that transcend the, the constitution because it is in fact a, a, a private company. It's it's almost as if I didn't really uh, fully think uh, think through the the free marketism that I that I abide by so so that I swear by, because this is a situation where that's all, folks, and that's that's what the technocrats want. They they they, they want an unelected symposium of people that, that that to decide how things move and, and shake. And then that that requires a completely destruction of the family. Uh, the, uh, it requires a complete uh, dependency on a massive conglomerates to deliver goods and services. And that that that, that, that is what we're looking at, folks. And we, you could either deny it or not. It doesn't matter. But but lucky for me, I saved a lot of money. Yes, money is probably going to be meaningless. So um, I can't change a tire. So that that's probably going to be a problem. Yeah, community guidelines demolish the constitution, demolish uh, representative democracy, and institute entire cities that are created and operated by Toyota, Toyota, by Disney, by Amazon. I mean, Amazon's in the lead of all of this. Maybe Highway? Hi- Highway? Highway! You know, the Chinese company? Highway! Um, and that's what the warp speed's about. Warp speed's not about vaccines. Warp speed, in my view, I could be wrong, is about Eric Schmidt 
the founder of Alphabet Company, the, the parent company of Google, um, taking on a task with the National Security Commission for AI, artificial intelligence. And his job is to catch the U.S. up to China ASAP with their AI intelligence. That means, what do they have? They have 750 million cameras. They can find a single person in a minute in that massive country. A minute, any person they can find. The, that's, that's a liability to national security in, from the view of the Pentagon, uh, NSA, you name it, any of those guys. So like from their view, it's justified. From our view, it's bullshit. Because they can justify anything under national security threat. And not being equal to China and their technology is now a national intelligence security threat. Because if you have access to a mirror world, if you have access to a data, a bank of data of all human interactions, and you, you know how to operate it, and you know how to sift through it, and you know how to search it, and you know how to yield it, wield it, then uh, you're, a, you're ahead. You're ahead of the intelligence game because your communication is 10 times faster. You get 5G 10 times faster. You have uh, biological and positional data on every single human. I mean, China, their culture is conducive to this kind of thing. That's why America cannot catch up because they will trade. They will trade their freedom as long as it makes them safe and gives them utility. They are like, oh, you stomp on my right? You you at least make it easy for me to get noodle today. And they're utilitarian. They don't have they don't have God's law. They don't have agency. It's mostly utility. And they just abide and then there's a small group of people who try to you know, say no to it, and then they get put away uh, into prison. And uh, some of our culture here is would be totally fine about that. You know, wouldn't be speaking out against the government. It would be about speaking out against the lab coat priesthood, against science. Oh, oh, it's okay, you. It's safe. Jimbo, Jimbo, it's safe. Don't you want safe? Oh. With everything going on in the world, is it a bad idea to have more kids? No, it's the only, it's actually the best idea to have more kids. Because we're, we're at the tail end, we're in the result of not having kids. This is the result of of less families, broken families, splintered up uh, families and communities, atomization of people, increased debt of the individual, um, the pursuing of the individualist idea, the Ayn Randian view. We're in the result of all of that now. And the only way to combat it is generationally. So it takes time. It takes a lot of kids and a lot of families and val and values that transcend utility and efficiency because what they're selling us is convenience and efficiency and a lot of the individualists will go toward that because they don't have transcendental values um, beyond their self-interest because they um, they basically watch uh, deep fake porn with Ayn Rand. Oh, the, the greatest, your greatest pursuit, the greatest moral pursuit for you, Ed common man, is to pursue all of your very personal interests and everything you want in your fancy. And you get the shiny things and you make that into the world. That is what we need to do. That, that is it, what it, we need to do. The, the, the most moral thing is to pursue your own selfish interests and forget what... Oh, no, don't show me, baby. Oh, oh, disgusting, baby. Oh, I... When I see baby, I gag immediately. Oh, disgusting. Oh, I, I watch some woman the, the other day at the Whole Foods. She breastfeeding some baby 
and I just blur or I just look. They say, get out. Yeah, cover. I don't care if you wear mask. Cover your baby. Your baby is like kryptonite to me. It's it it meaning I do not get a type pedantically. I I get do not get a type and pretend I am man. Okay, get your baby away. I oh, disgusting. Oh, oh, oh. Iron Rand. I I come from I I. I know, I look a little beat up. I know, I know. I know. That is why I never pursue the the, 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 the the beauty of things. I never look at a woman and say, I need to be like her. I, I know that is not possible. It's like once you fall down from the highest branch of the ugly tree and you hit every branch on the way down, mangling your face, and you finally land in America. You do not say, I want to be model. You don't say that. You don't. You don't. You say I come from bread and borscht. I come from bread and borscht. What do I do now? I have fingers. No, my fingers are also not beautiful. But I am not trying to be model. I am not trying to be hand model. I I write. I write in the perspective of man. Okay, Howard Rourke, man, John Gold, man. I write for the man. I, I embody man. I even try to pee standing up. It is a disaster, but but I still pee standing up. It does not matter if I miss, mostly miss. That is why I uninstalled my my toilet and I make installed two bathtubs. One bathtub I wash. The other bathtub I stand and pee. I can be man. It is not different. It is just a different toilet. This this is an important logic logical deduction. IP and tub, big tub. I have big tub. I stand, and I celebrate. I I say oh, every time I pee standing up in my second tub, I write another three pages that would ordinarily take five sentences. I say a lot. I say a lot in th three pages, and my editor say. Ein, Ein, why you write so many words for saying nothing? Just say less. You try to reduce. I say, fuck you. Do not tell me what to do. I am not in my home country no more. So, if you are woman, do not try to be man. Be woman. Pee and tub. And look away. If you say baby, look away. Look away. I was clearly not breastfed as a child. I am pretty sure my mother did not breastfeed me. She handed me over to my father, who worked very hard, and I suck on his elbows instead. I suck the dirt off his elbow, and whatever nutrients he got on his elbow that day, I live on his elbow. And I thank my mother for that. If not, I would not have the hard, callous face and the structure that I have today. I would not be able to make it over to the States and write and be propped up by the entire intellectual institution for being some sort of uh, famous person writer. I thank my mother for that. My beauty did not develop, not just because of my genes. It's because of Papa's, it's because of Papa's elbows. And I miss those elbows. You know, he has to sometimes wear pads on his elbows because they get so chafed, so, so over the chewed. And you know, he's, it's equal to mestatis, what you call in America, the infection inside the boob. He get that in his elbow, but it's slightly different. You know, by the end, by the time I stop elbow feeding, his elbows look like little, little sad nipples. And I look at my father and I say, thank you so much for being mother to me. You are exactly the mother and father I needed. And who would have thought I could get all of that?
through your dirty elbows. That is why I do not watch the fighting, you know, the Joe Rogan's other world and all these and such. They use their elbows to hit people. It's, this is not the purpose of elbows. You do not use an elbow to open someone's face unless the opening in their face is their mouth and their mouth is attached to that elbow. Oh, sorry. <clears throat> Welcome back. Sorry, I really, I was, I was not in the car for that. Oh, anyway, 221. You guys have any other, I didn't look at anything this whole time. Thoughts on Soren Karkergaard? I don't know. I don't know how you got that O to get the slash in it. But if he's an actor and he was in some fantasy flick or Lord of the Rings, I don't I don't know. I don't know. How do you fix homelessness? Uh, you can't because uh, if you interact with a lot of homeless people, you will find a, a decent amount who really got fucked or just un, unlucky, terrible circumstances combined with maybe drugs. But um, you can't end it because a lot of times people make a choice. You know, people make a choice. And in a way, some of them are are freer um some of them have adapted to live in that particular way and so in the end uh you can lead a horse to the elbow but you cannot make him chew but if you're committed to fixing homelessness and you want to see how difficult it is Go find a homeless person and let them live in your house. And you're going to see how much unlearning and behavioral issues uh, are contribute to that. Not just some abstract system that makes people poor uh, or keeps people in debt. Um, you're going to see a lot of other elements and variables if you invite a homeless person into your house to live. So if you want to end homelessness, find one person end homelessness for that one person but abstract many it's a it's a joke it's like ending hunger homelessness you're just it's a, a wide brush stroke of a problem that ends up being a, a problem of individuals so get on it do you think trump could be a new hitler no no, because um, either he's going to get elected for four years or not. Like, it, it's the people who decide to uh, to bundle together like a bundle of sticks. That they choose that. And now uh, the question is: Is a bundle of sticks bad? Uh, no. It depends on it depends on what you mean. It like it depends on what the group's intentions are. You know, it's like. When you look at Hitler, everyone sees like the ovens and the Jews, you know, but nobody looks at before that what was being avoided, you know, it's like, you know, he was avoiding debt and he was rejecting the, the banking system and so forth. And so, you know, that got the ball, the ball rolling, you know, that got the, that's what kept the ovens on, you know, and, and it's unfortunate that uh, like, almost like Ted Kaczynski, where they, uh, they, uh, they look at the problem and they're accurate about a problem, but then they inevitably create a scapegoat in other people. And then they look at the person like germ the theory and they think if we just get rid of a people, then we get rid of a problem. And it's like, it's not that easy, bucko. But that, but nonetheless, you know, like if you look at some of Bernie Sanders rhetoric, it's like there's always a hint of truth in it, you know. 
And that's what makes it so funny is that you start with a, a problem that's accurately assessed, but then you then you present the cause of it, which is is inaccurate, and you then follow that with a, a more than ridiculous solution. And it's like, in a way, everyone is a Hitler. They just don't have the same same specific outcomes that they want, you know. But everyone has that inclination, you know. It's like, fuck. Shit gets deep when you see the patterns. But the reality, there are people much worse than Hitler. It's, it's just that they just happen to dominate the, the marketing these days, you know. You know, they got a good, they got a real good marketing plan in order. And that's important, you know. It's like when they first met me, I was dressed as like a pimp, you know. I didn't know who the fuck I was. And the, you know, and the, the marketing team comes in and they say, well, what do you think about wearing more sweaters? And it's like, what do you think about taking more black and white photos? You know, it's like, and I'm like, yes. I think I, I understand what you're going for. It's like a urban outfitters of psychology. I kind of see it. I, I like it, you know. It's like a lot of photos and a lot of thinking. A lot of fingers pressed against the nose, you know keep people wanting it's like fuck it anyway i gotta go oh thanks for sticking with me through that uh exorcism of ayn rand uh you know i don't like to be insider for that long um buy savage means volume two before it's sold out you can get free shipping made by jimbob.com use the code called word liberty Liberty. And if you want a painting, um, I'm pretty much, I'll probably stop at Thanksgiving around there. Stop taking orders because I do have to be, if you want it by Christmas. So if you want a custom painted comic by Christmas, you have until around Thanksgiving to, to uh, direct message me and tell me which one you want. Other than that, I can't guarantee uh, anything because, you know, at the tap of a button, the government can shut down everything. All right. Love you. Have a good day.